uh, that's the first heaven, effectively, that God created and put it around the earth. It's full of pollution at the moment uh, because we've been pumping uh, stuff into it for years and years. That's the first heaven. The second heaven is outer space. It's our universe, effectively. It's where all the stars are, where all the planets are, and where this earth is. That's the second heaven. And the third heaven is unseen, but it's where Christians are going to go when they die. And this is the eternal home of God. That's the third heaven. So that's the three heavens. So when it talks about new heavens, I think we're talking about a brand new clean atmosphere around our new earth and the new earth and also the heavens which is out of space. It's going to be all new, okay? So when we look up in the sky, it's probably going to be very different than what we see now. In fact, that may be tricky, but we come to that again because it's going to be daylight all the time. <laughs> so I don't know what we can see. Okay, so... Here's a question. What will eternity be like? And what will the new earth be like? Um, we've given quite a bit of information, but not a lot of information. You know, when you get a present, I know people, I know quite a few people actually, when they get a present for Christmas, um, if it's in a box, it's shake first. What's in here? I'm trying to guess. If it's just in paper, they're there and they feel in it and work out what's in there. They want to they know what's in it. Some people I know, they put their thumb in and just give it a rip of the paper and try to have a little look and they may poke their finger and trying to work out what on earth is in this present. Okay, and effectively what we got here, the Lord has given us sort of a peek of what is ahead of us in, in the new earth and new heaven. Well, first of all, Let's take that step, and here we are, we're standing on the new earth. And what do we see? Well, we see a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven. And it's going to be enormous. It's going to be 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles by 1,500 miles. Um, so the, the height, the depth, and the width, they're all going to be the same. It's going to be this enormous cube coming down on the earth. Um, how high did I say the earth's atmosphere was currently? 62 miles, it's going to go up 1,500 miles into, into space, we assume, but it's a new heaven, new earth, a new earth. We don't know what the atmosphere is going to be like. Maybe it'll be a bigger earth, maybe it's slightly smaller. So we don't really know. So, but you can enormous, this enormous new uh, Jerusalem will come down from heaven and rest on a new earth. Someone has worked out that... Um, at that rate, if you had the floors which are about oh, 15 foot high on each one, that would be 528,000 floors in the, <laughs> in the New Jerusalem. 528,000 floors. That's, that's a, a, a guesstimate by somebody who's obviously worked this out. Um, now, I don't know how the ceilings are in your houses, but on the average, I think they're about 10 feet, maybe 8 to 10 feet, something like that. This is based on 15 foot. I don't even know if there will be floors in heaven, uh, in, in the New Jerusalem, and maybe just a big open space. I don't know. But somebody worked out at that height, you could get 528,000 floors. Now then, if we, what if we were staying there? Maybe that's where we'd be staying. I don't know. What if we had sort of our mansions were sort of based there? Um, now, you may think, you may go to reception at the time, as they'd be giving you the keys, and you, you would say, oh, what floor am I on? <laughs> Sorry, you're on the top floor. <laughs> so, 
I don't know how fast the lifts are going to be, but <laughs> it's going to take a little while. Now, I'll be on the first floor, okay? Sarah and Jamie, they're probably going to be on the 528th floor, okay? And when I get in the lift with them, you know what I'm going to do? Just before I get out on the first floor, I'm going to press all the buttons. <laughs> so they got to stop at every floor on the way up. <laughs> and I say, see you in 10,000 years. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be enormous. So that's going to be a new Jerusalem coming down from heaven. Will the earth be the same size as the current one? What will it look like? I don't know. Now, I'm not picking on Sarah and Jamie. Um, much today, but can you imagine? They'll have an entire new planet to go on holiday. <laughs> they've been to every country on this, on this planet already, and I think they've even applied for the new travel brochure <laughs> for the new Earth. So we've got a lot to look forward to. It's going to be fantastic. Um, it's going to be a wonderful place to explore, but there's going to be things out which are going to be very different. Number one, um, there's not going to be any sun there. There's not going to be any sun. There'll be no need of the sun. Um, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light. And they, they shall reign forever and ever. It's Revelation 22, 5. The Shekinah glory will be there. The presence of God will be with us constantly. Um, there'll be no sun or moon, because it says, and the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in shine in for the glory of god did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof and that's in revelation 21 23 our problem is is that we we have a, a rhythm we tend most people who are not working nights or something like that they tend to work in the day and sleep at night and we, we get used to this sort of rhythm the circadian rhythm is that what it's called something like that um when I was uh, traveling, when I was much younger, I went traveling and I went up into the Arctic Circle to Norway and it was in midsummer. And when I got there, I, was, I booked into a youth hostel, that was a waste of time, but I booked into a youth hostel there um, and it's the land of the midnight sun. And it was very strange because I got there, I was very tired, about one o'clock in the morning um, when I was there and I was backpacking so I was, I was quite tired and I thought, right, I've got to get to the youth hostel. But the sun was up, it was there, it was bobbling along on top of the mountains, and within about half an hour, it started to rise again. And I thought, ah, oh, you know, it's very strange. So I found the youth hostel, which I thought I'd booked a bed in the youth hostel, but everybody was lying on the floor. There, was, there weren't any beds, uh, they were all in. But what did they do? They needed darkness, and they had all closed the shutters and the curtains because they didn't like being there with the light coming in, and it was constantly light. We need this sort of rhythms that we have to, to refresh ourselves. But there, there's not going to be any night. It's going to be day constantly. It's going to be a strange thing, isn't it? It's a very strange thing. Um, will time be present? Well, 2 Peter 3.8. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. So if one day is a thousand years, how long is a year then? To the Lord. 365,000 years. Um, that's a bit strange, isn't it? 365,000 years is one day, effectively. 
Um, that's if you think of a year based on our planet going around the sun. But there is no sun. See, it gets in your head and you think, hang on, if there's no sun, how do you work out a year? I think we're going to have to get used to things like this. Well, I think we, we'll just accept it for what it is. But our tiny minds, our puny tiny minds and our puny bodies at the moment literally cannot comprehend this. Um, so one year could be 365,000 years. Um, our concept of time will be very, very different. There'll be no day or night division. Um, but there we are. In Revelation 22.2, it says, In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, where, there were, where the tree of life... Sorry, let me take these glasses off. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. Month. So, oh no. He's talking about something which we're sort of familiar with. Months. We're used to months, aren't we? And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So, if one day is a thousand years, how many years are in, what are we in at more? November. How many years in November? 30,000. <laughs> 30,000 days. So, why is a month? We don't know. I mean, it's here, maybe just for reference for us, so we can get a grip that there is, does seem to be a change going on, and there are sort of months, that um, 12 man of fruits and yielded a fruit every month. So every month, fruit is going to come on this tree. But there is, I don't know. Sorry, I'll give you a head. By the end of this, you need some paracetamol for a headache. I'm telling you. So from this, we can glean a, f glean a few things anyway about heaven. First of all, we know there's going to be trees there, because it says there's going to be trees there. There's going to be rivers there, um, because it says there's going to be rivers. Um, how do you go over a river? How do you go over that river there? On the bridge. So possibly, unless we can fly, I don't know, maybe there'll be bridges there. So we can make maybe a, a few assumptions here. I just don't know. Um, I'm just wetting your appetite on trying to think of what uh, the new heaven and earth is going to be like. Now, there'll be no calendar there. Um, now, you think about this. This is a weird one now. Uh, there'd be no calendar. It wouldn't be right to have the calendar using our current calendar, would it? Oh, I just got my calendar with the names of heathen deity as our days of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. In glory, where the Lord is there, you're hardly going to have Thursday or Thursday or Friday. And you're not going to have the months as we have now. May is the goddess of fertility and uh, January is the two-faced God who can see into the future. You're not going to have that. The Bible never talks about that. It always says the first day of the week and the second day of the week. So you're not going to have a calendar or a diary or anything like that. Certainly not the way we accept it. Um, but the Bible, as they always uses the first day or the second day of the week. But, you know, we'd be there. be nice to see people. Um, Andrew Davis. You know, maybe... I'd like to pop around and see him. He's a busy man. And uh, I'd like to pop around to his mansion. So we get our new diary out. And I say, Andrew, what are you doing in two million years' time <laughs> at four o'clock in the afternoon? And you know, hang on, 
Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> but I can squeeze you in at half past four. <laughs> so it's going to be a strange thing, isn't it? How do you all work? I don't know. I don't know. It's something we just got to try and get our heads around. It's going to be a, a, a different thing altogether. Anyway, there won't be a temple there. We won't need a temple. Revelation 21, 22. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb of the temple of it. Isn't it going to be wonderful? Our Lord God and the Lord Jesus Christ are going to be there for us. That's fantastic. And that's going to be the best bit, isn't it? We're going to have new bodies. Um, Philippians 3.21 for our conversation is in heaven, from whence we also look for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. So we can have a, a new body. So we've all struggled, you know, it's like you get older, you get your aches and pains, you may have to have operations for knee operations, hip operations. None of that. All that's gone. It'll be fantastic. Um, all your senses will be restored and it'll be, everything will be just as it should be. Absolutely perfect. So that's going to be good. I look forward to having a new party because mine is failing badly these days. Right. There'll be no marriage there. Uh, Matthew twenty-two thirty. For in the resurrection, they neither marry or are given in marriage. But there are the angels of God in heaven. So there'll be no marriage, which means there'll be no mother-in-laws. Which is <laughs> so that wasn't my joke. That was Armour Fustenbaum's joke, so you can blame him. Okay. But but it's gonna be different. Well, we are the bride of Christ. There won't be a need for married things like that. Uh, we are his, and uh, he will love us as his bride. We'll have new names. Revelation 2.17, he that hath an ear to you, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. So we'll have a new name. I'm not sure where the white stone is. If you want to know, speak to Brother Andrew Davis and he will tell you what it is. <laughs> I've looked it up and a lot of people say, oh, we're not quite sure what this is. And they make various references, but no one really knows. So that's something we can find out about anyway. You'll be given a white stone and it's going to have your new name um, uh, written on it. So that's a wonderful thing. I did get um, a preview of what Sarah's name might be mine. Griselda, I think it was. <laughs> Sorry. Andrew Phipps is new. I was going to pick on Andrew Phipps, but he's, he's not here. So there we are. Right. Now then, in the new heavens and the new earth, Scripture says there are seven notable things uh, which are notable for their absence. They aren't there. There are seven things which are no more. And uh, we did read them earlier, but we're going to go through them again. It says there'll be no more sea, Revelation 21.1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea, gone. So the sea isn't going to be there, so it's just not going to be there. Um, so it's all going to be land, 
Um, there'll be plenty of water and it'll be perfect, uh, crystal clear water. And maybe there'll be tributaries of that flowing all over the earth. So uh, the earth itself will be well watered and there'll be no pollution or anything like that. So there's not going to be any more sea. And it says, and he showed me a pure river of, of the water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, Revelation 22.1. It's not going to be any more death. Um, that would be cast into the lake of fire. That's, that's gone. No more death, Revelation 21.4. There'll be no more mourning, no more, because there's no more death. We love no one to mourn. And that's, that's, I mean, when you lose someone, we all know it's a terrible, terrible time. Um, but there'll be no more mourning. There will be rejoicing. It'll be a place of, of happiness and joy and certainly not of sadness. No more weeping, 21-4 again, and no more pain. Absolutely no more pain. And for those who experience pain, those who are going through various treatments, pain can be a terrible thing just on its own. It's so debilitating, and it just drags you down. Terrible thing. And as it says, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. The former things are passed away. Uh, Brother Andrew is near today. He's, he's lost. Has he still lost his voice, Elaine? Oh, his voice is by. Is he on the mend? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Brother Andrew will never lose his voice again for all eternity. That's going to be wonderful. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Elaine? <laughs> so, so we're all going to be great. There won't be sickness anymore, okay? There'll be no viruses or bacteria to make us ill, and um, they can't damage our new glorified bodies. All our senses will be absolutely perfect. There'll be no more curse, and there, Revelation 22, 3, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And we've read, and uh, there'll be no more night, and the gates of it shall not be shut all at all by day, for there shall be no night. And that's, that's quite clever, really, when you think about it. They shan't be shut by day, at all by day, but there's not going to be any night, so they're always going to be open. So it's, it's strange how you, how you look at that. Um, you think, okay, there's no night. Anyway, that's, that's really odd. Here's a few questions for you. Will we sleep? Who thinks we sleep? Hands up. All the people who like a lion. <laughs> um, well, in our current bodies, sleep is necessary for our current bodies. It's, it's time for repair and our bodies regenerate. And, but whether our glorified bodies will need sleep or not, I don't know. I've no idea. Um, I don't think it will be necessary. Um, but it's one of those things that we find out when we get there. Um, whether we, we need sleep or not, I, I don't know. I just put that out there, so I thought you might know. Okay, there's another one. Will there be animals there? Okay, who thinks there'll be animals there? Hands up. Who thinks there won't be animals there? Always a few, few animal haters, you know. I have to speak for the RSPCA about you, Neil. <laughs> um, well, in the original Eden, there were animals, definitely. 
So it's possible that the new earth uh, will also have animals there. Perhaps the Lord will create new species. Remember, there's not going to be any more sea. So maybe within the crystal clear waters, there may be creatures that live in there. I don't know. Uh, maybe the Lord will create brand new species that we've never seen before. Um, but it's probably also that there will be familiar animals there as well. Horses are certainly mentioned. So we know that the horses will be uh, familiar to us. Um, perhaps there'll be even species which have been wiped out by humans on this earth. Um, think of the dodo and the various other ones, which are now extinct because the activity of this earth. What about dinosaurs then? Ooh, will there be dinosaurs there? Who fancies a pet T-Rex? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but either way, our new bodies will not be affected by stinging or biting insects. Okay? Things like that, they're not going to affect us. There may be insects there. We don't know will the trees rely on for pollination. If they need pollination, I don't know. It's something that we will see. It's going to be an exciting time. It's going to be. It's going to take us oh, hundreds, of thousands, maybe millions of years uh, just to just to find out, you know, you know how the planet works and all these other things which may be on it. Tell me, how long did God take to create um, this earth? Six days, and on the seventh day he rested. Jesus said, my own 2,000 years ago, in my father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for... So for the last 2,000 years, right, six days to create this planet, this planet, okay, and everything that we see, heavens and earth and all that. But for the last 2,000 years, the Lord Jesus has been working on our heavenly home. So 2,000 years versus six days. I tell you, that's going to be absolutely incredible. And that's 2,000 years of our time i suppose i don't know there we are interesting so we got a lot to look forward to in our new heaven and our new earth it's going to be completely different it's going to be exciting um and i'm, I'm looking forward to it um, i'm sure i know you all there uh, you're welcome to come around in five billion years time for a cup of tea <laughs> but it's going to be a lovely time so What's going to happen to this old earth then? This earth that we're currently on. Well, Peter says it's going to be burnt up. There's nothing going to be left of it. With no sun, um, there's not going to be sun anymore, so it's going to be pitch black. The blackness, the darkness, maybe. don't know. It'll be frozen solid, like the sun. There's nothing to heat it. All life on earth, this earth, will be extinguished if... The Lord doesn't destroy it all anyway. Where's hell going to be? Any ideas? Where's hell going to be? Hmm. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'll wait somebody else. Leave somebody else say. I don't. Well, the Bible actually doesn't say where hell will be. We know what it is. Okay. It's not Hades. Hades is where people are currently waiting. Okay. That's, that's where people are waiting for the great white throne judgments which will come um, at the end of the millennium. And people were brought up, and then after those judgments, they will be cast into the lake of fire. Now, I think that is the hell. But where it's actually going to be, um, I am not sure. Um, Hades always said it's down below. Hades is you go down. But hell, it doesn't actually say. But a lake, if you think of a lake, 
They tend to be in valleys or something like that. Valley of Himnon, I think, in the Bible is, is described as uh, something like that. It's sort of lake of fire area. But um, the real place of burning of the lake of fire, well, this is where Satan is headed and his demons. And sadly, all those who reject Christ, that's where we come in to try and tell people that they should accept Christ as a savior. My advice is, and I'll finish with this, okay? If you don't know Christ as your savior, you need to look for heaven and not hell. Hell will find you quick, uh, quick enough. And you will only find heaven if you accept Christ as your savior. That's the only way. Otherwise, as I said, hell is waiting for you. Currently, um, if you don't know Christ, that's where you're gonna head. You will stand before God at the great white throne and he will judge you in your sins. As Christians, our sins have already been dealt with 2,000 years ago on the cross of Calvary. We cannot lose our salvation. It's all been dealt with. When we stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we won't be judged in our sins. He's already dealt with them. We will be judged, um, and it's nothing to do with our salvation. We will be judged according to our works. In other words, John Thomas, well, what did you do for me after you became a Christian then? No, did you glorify yourself or did you glorify me? Nothing to do with my sins. And he'll take all my works and he's going to chuck them into a fire and they'll burn up. And all the things I did for my, uh, as unto myself, which maybe I said, oh, I'm doing it for the Lord, but really I did it. They'll just burn up. Wood, wood, hubble, uh, wood, stubble, and hay will just burn up. But all the things I did for the Lord will be there as precious jewels from which he will form a, a crown. And we'll have those crowns for a thousand years and then at the end we'll cast our crowns before him but at that time we go into the eternal state okay that's when we take that step into the eternity it's going to be very exciting it's going to be very very strange and hopefully i'll see you all there <laughs> um, we won't need painters and decorators or plumbers or carpenters um, we won't need paramedics. Sorry, Julian, you're fired. <laughs> okay? It's going to be a fantastic place. We're going to have a wonderful place to live. And it's just going to be a place of pure joy and worship and serving our Lord and just enjoying it. So we've got a fantastic thing to look forward to. Um, that's our future, which I've just laid out. And it's wonderful. It's something to look forward to. Okay? So I'm going to finish there. And I think we're going to close with uh, one more hymn, which is number 295 on that bright, was a appropriate hymn, on that bright and golden morning. That's going to be wonderful. And after that, maybe I could ask Mark if you would close in prayer then. Thank you, Mark. 295 we're going to sing. Mm -hmm.